0: Welcome, to Return Oswald. I'm Derek. As always, I'm joined by Scar and Brandon. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. <laughs> Scar, how are you doing today?
1: I am great as well. I uh, I'm 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 happy about this episode. Okay.
0: Um, this episode was what should have been the season finale of uh, last season. Let's just make that simple and plan. It was a good episode, but it was like, why couldn't this have been good for the end of season three? Like that would have, honestly, we'll talk about that, I guess. I'll ask that question later.
1: No, it was real simple. It was real simple. If we're thinking about it from a mid-season perspective, it made perfect sense. Like the way that I had said it, Um, it made perfect sense that everything will be leading up to what's going to happen the second half of the season. Um, And then it stops right before shit gets real. And then, like, they just happened to end the fucking season on it, and then it made the whole season but be, be and like, and one big fucking set But it wasn't but a big season But in that season. regard, it didn't,
0: and and it didn't, it wasn't one big season, that's one thing. And two, shit didn't get real in the way that they had it set up. Like, what happened in this episode wasn't the race riot, which is what they were setting up for. It wasn't anything like that. It was something that leads to what'll probably lead to something else that may lead to a race riot but this wasn't that.
1: Yeah. I mean but you also have like the 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 justification of how they tried to get through the race riots and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean I mean so like yeah there wasn't a race riot but now we know why.
0: Yeah. So this episode was called a cock and ball story. Um and if y'all remember, at the end of season three, uh, Augustus has been thrown into the hole because he um, had a porn magazine between his teeth like a puppy, like brought it right back like he was playing fetch or something. Um, and so they threw him in the hole because they said that you couldn't have any nudie mags. And he was like, I got one, niggle. But so, 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 so uh, at, at the beginning of this season, they make sure that they show you that Augustus' cell is empty. But at the beginning of season three, they just have him. You know what? I'm not even going to go into it anymore. Just who saw? we are now two seasons past that bullshit. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more. Um, After 14 days of lockdown, it's important that y'all know that it's been 14 days of lockdown. The inmates are let out and Adebisi immediately stuffs the gun into his dick. I think that was just his morning ritual. Right, every morning, just stuff it in my pants, right next to my dick. Who I mean, cares?
1: Seems, seems likely, like this. I mean, you in a you in a prison full of dudes, like he probably got the
0: safety on. He probably got the safety on, so I'm, he's all right. I'm just. I hope he got the safety on. Otherwise, little he's gonna be mad. Um... So they decide to let the uh, Muslims and Adebisi out first. The uh, Murphy calls the names of like all the all the Muslims and basically all the black folks. All the black folks uh, get moved into the lunchroom. And to his credit, uh, Vern Schillinger, who is observing the shit, notices damn near immediately uh, that all the black folks are going far, far away. And so he's like, "Yo." the fuck is going on with this bullshit?
2: No, seriously. He says that. Bird is just always uh, questioning the blacks. They could just be walking around, they'd be up to something to him. It don't really matter.
1: Yeah, what's going on with the niggas? What's going on? What do you
0: mean? I'm taking on the they're taking all the niggers. He
1: sounded concerned. Like that's the that's the worst part of it. He's like, they're taking all the niggers. Like what's all going the on? Niggers
0: haven't seen this in slavery days. All the niggers going? <laughs> they're taking right? them all. So they lead all of the uh, they lead them into the lunchroom uh, where Leo and the sort team are, um, and Leo tells them that when the lo- when the lockdown ends fully depends upon them. Um, and then they, they pan out and then they pan back in. You see he's having the same exact conversation with the white inmates, um, saying that if the racial tension continues and he'll lock it down and they'll stay in uh, lockdown until they fucking die for all he cares. Um, I thought that it was a uh, pretty thorough conversation. Um, I think that Leo uh, took on a role of leadership and saying, hey. Y'all stop that shit. I don't like it.
2: I don't think the idea of infinite lockdown is the answer to that
0: problem. Well, to make sure there's not a riot, he's going to make sure they all die in lockdown. And then after they die, the new inmates won't want to riot anymore.
1: Well, why are they going to die?
0: Because he's going to lock them down until they die. He said so.
1: Okay. But like they're not gonna Sound die like from Man. they're not gonna die from the lockdown. They're gonna die because they were gonna die.
0: Yeah,
3: from no, the of old age. He said yes, they're gonna be age. there for a long time. Yeah, die
0: till they die of lockdownism.
1: That's the part that I'm that I'm disputing. They're not dying from the lockdown.
2: Look, they could die from boredom. Yep, from being locked down. You I could die from probably. being locked in a room with a crazy person who decides to kill you, which is plenty of them in us. Yep, from the lockdown.
1: See? Okay,
0: I'll let it go. Mm-hmm. You got to think outside the box, girl. And think inside the
1: pod. The box is safe, dog. Locked Stay down. Safe. Stay safe out here in these streets, bro.
0: Also, being somebody honest. told me they overstood what I was saying a few days ago, and I just... <laughs> it, <bro.
1: laughs>
0: I just... <laughs> nigga, has anyone ever told you you smell like a hotep? Like I overstand you, brother. Actually, do you, smell,
1: do you smell like the nigga who sell the oils?
0: Actually, he started off by saying I understand you, and then he said no better yet. I overstand you, and that's when I was like, dude, for real.
1: You know what? You know what? I always think about every time I come across a hotep? There's this meme, right? And it's the, the whole tap meme with the hat and the, the glowing red eyes. Mm-hmm. But it's a dog. And it, and it says, we was wolves. Like. <laughs> 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 and, then, and I always get a chuckle because every time I come across a whole tap, I can only think we was wolves. Past two weeks,
0: we have been in 24 hour lockdown. Now, I'm not gonna go into the specifics as to what caused this situation. You know it. I brought you together to say this. When the lockdown ends depends on you. It is my intention to put this prison back on a routine schedule, but hear me good. If there is one single incident of race-related violence I will lock you away again, black and white, twenty-four-seven, for the rest of your fucking lives.
1: Told you, every time someone says "fucking" in this show, they emphasize the fuck out of that word. Oh, well, I mean, you it's a strong word. I mean, it's. I mean, but it's like overemphasized. Every time someone <laughs> says "fucking," where are you? Fucking her, like, come, calm down. Are you were you fucking her? Like, is is that how it's was going? No, were yeah, you? There's a difference her?
0: between were you fucking her, hey, were you fucking her, and hey,
1: were you fucking her, and were you fucking her? See, like every instance of the word "fucking" is super emphasized in this show.
0: But what I'm saying is, every instance of fucking can be a different type of thing. Like, are you fucking like, crazy? It's,
1: but it's or, also like.
0: You can't it's, be fucking serious, or are you fucking her?
1: It's kind of like the like when your when your kid realizes they they can cuss around you. Yeah, <laughs> and whenever they say a cuss word, they kind of look.
0: <laughs> is that one okay with you?
1: I, just, I said
0: fucking. <laughs> I just said shit, bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm in trouble because the combination didn't work? Okay. <laughs> By the way, shit, bitch, was my first fucking conversation, combination that I used when I was 14 years old and I was trying to impress a girl. Call somebody a shit, bitch. Couldn't okay. impress anybody. Um, so, again, 14 days of lockdown. He said it. 14 days. We're lifting the 14-day lockdown. In those 14 days, Pearson Poet's skin tone has gone back to normal. <laughs> so, they
2: told him. He told
0: him. No, Dr. Matter. Nathan predicted six months to six, a year.
1: Six months to a year. Absolutely.
0: Dr. Nathan predicted six months to a year. Well, Dr. Nathan is not the best doctor in the world. God damn it. Don't say that because she gets mad about that shit. She said six months to a year, not 14 fucking days. Must be the cocoa butter. <laughs> um, she also wanted to up
2: the volume on one of her patients till they die. So, you know,
0: mm. maybe she was just fucking with her. But in her defense, that patient murdered her husband. Eh,
2: that's not the same thing. It's not equal. When you're a doctor, you take a Hippocratic oath. You take that oath. Yeah, that's right. You take the oath.
0: Doesn't
1: mean no, you like the oath. I don't <laughs> care. You took the oath. You, you know. can't start My, making exceptions. No, for her she was not doing no harm. She was making this nigga go to sleep.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Forever. forever. <laughs>
1: forever.
0: But, but honestly, honestly, in her defense, if she tries to make him go to sleep forever, it's really only 21 days. Mm-mm. So, also, the lockdown is lifted and Khan's wife won a Supreme fucking court ruling to get Khan taken off life support.
1: In 14 Her I
0: went to the Supreme Court in 14 fucking days. The, state's,
1: the state Supreme Court, though.
0: State, I don't give a fuck. 14 days.
1: 14 days.
0: Lawyer, yeah. lawsuit filed. You know what? This should go straight up.
2: All the way up. No, 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 that wasn't 14 days. It was so no, the 14 days was when we first when when they took um, Weston's face out of the prison and then they, they came in and talked to the warden. We don't know when they right, picked right? up when the warden came, went and talked to everybody, that was 14 days.
0: Oh, yeah, and we don't know how long he's been since con well. We, we don't yes, know we how do. long
2: no, we don't know how long it's been since that talk.
0: It's been shorter than 14 days.
2: No, since the talk of
0: the warden, when the warden talked with uh, with Franklin's the, mama. No, when the
2: warden said, "All right, I'm you know if y'all ever if y'all fuck up again, y'all going back to lockdown." That conversation, mm-hmm. that's the, that was fourteen days.
0: True, true, true. Then okay, next so thing we know, those
2: days we, just watching TV. We don't know how long it's been. Okay, so we know then.
0: that Pearson and Poet was fourteen days. We don't know how long it was since she argued for Khan. Okay, that's yes. True. That's we true. just
2: saw them watching TV. And the way this show is, it could have been three weeks. It
0: could have been a month. Could have been a year that. and a half. We don't know how long it's fucking been. Five could new have... inmates came in. Uh, but they want Saeed to say a prayer over Khan's body. Um, and Saeed says, "Keeping in mind the drama that happened between me and Khan. I'm just happy that they asked for me. I mean, shit. Um, and then he goes and talks to reef, And reef is like, well, now that Khan's dead, somebody got to lead us. And Saeed's like, I bet you want it to be you, huh?
1: Well, have at it then. I ain't got to be.
0: Like, yeah, I want it. And and Saeed's like, go for it, man. I'm I'm through with power. I, I have my fill of it. I'm good. Which I mean, Arif, I don't know how he does as, as a leader. He's always been like the second in command. Yep. But you know, let's let's see how he does. If he if he fails. Then Sayed will step back into the role anyway, and if but, he does great, then Saeed is retired. I thought he was already in charge.
1: No, Khan no,
2: was in charge, but Khan wasn't the one that stepped to him, was he? When they nope. had that confrontation, that was.
0: But but until Khan came up, when when him and Trisha were uh, getting together, Khan was the one who was making the allegation statements, and
1: Khan was, was the one that made them um, to the march out the fucking kitchen. Mm-hmm. I mean, out the cafeteria and shit. Like while he was sitting, like there, Malcolm like, X. Yeah, so like Khan Khan was firmly in charge at that point until he until he got knocked out and fucked up. So
2: Khan is the only leader that fought in boxing because none of the other groups leaders fought.
1: No. Nope.
0: Yes, but yes,
1: but remember when Khan started the boxing thing? He was the leader, was not the leader. When he started, he was not the leader. So he became the leader on the course of the boxing, but fuck it. He's here now,
2: Mm -hmm. you know? All right, that makes sense.
0: Yep. Third round knockout. So... So the next thing that happens is uh, Cyril, while while Saeed is praying over Khan's body, Cyril's asking Ryan, is the man I beat up getting better? And Ryan's like, yeah, he'll be back in 10 minutes.
1: Why and didn't Ryan just fucking tell him the truth? I don't know. And let him and let him try to deal with this shit instead of instead of just kind of fucking with him. Like
0: it's not yeah. even like he's talking to him like he's a child, he's talking to him like he's tired of talking to him. Yes. Like I understand the whole when you're talking to a <laughs> child and the child says why like 50-11 times. But he asked one simple question: Is a dude that I hit getting better?
2: Yeah, but you also know that he was asking him that last episode, the whole episode he had in the episode before that, because last episode he put hands on uh, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, told which is so why the fuck Ryan up. should have fucking answered
1: exactly that's my, <laughs> my point exactly last time you tried to get mouthy you got tuned up so like maybe you might want to answer my man questions
0: you know what going forward we treating this shit like menace to society I'm gonna ask
1: you simple fucking questions If and for some reason he had boxing gloves in his hand right just to be safe <laughs> I don't want to hurt you again Ryan I'm asking you
0: simple fucking questions all I want is some simple fucking answers is he going to be all right? Yeah, he'll be back in 10 minutes. Gloves on. <laughs> oh, the gloves are on. The love is gone. Um, he says, Sarah, go to fuck to sleep. That's what he said. So then he tried to go to sleep. And as soon as he went to sleep, Khan was taking off life support. Because I guess this all happened at like midnight. Well, I don't know what time prisoners go to sleep. I know from watching 60 uh, Days In that those fuckers get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning. So...
1: It, it probably could have coincided with one of their prayers because, you know, they pray like seven times a day.
0: True. Um. But as, as Khan is taking off life support, Cyril then has a dream that Khan talks to him. Real lucid dream, too. Mm-hmm. Cyril wakes up screaming and now Ryan is concerned and now he wants to go to Sister Pete and uh, what can we do about you know, about Cyril's bad dreams. And Sister Pete's like, well, we can up the the the, the dosage of the Valium that he gets. And he's like, well, no, uh, I'll do anything. So Sister Pete is like, yo, I could put you into the program that I had Miguel in, and y'all could talk what? to Miss Nathan. You killed me, Cyril.
1: I didn't mean to. Then what about him? Who's that? is Preston Nathan, glorious
3: husband. We're never going to leave you, Cyril. We're going to be right here inside your head forever, for all eternity. I'm I'm not going to lie, I'll record
1: a little bit. Sorry.
4: My brother
3: Cyril, you know, he keeps on having those terrible nightmares. The Valium is not helping him to sleep. No, I mean, we got to try something else. As I said before, the nightmares are rooted in his guilt for causing those deaths. And the cure for your brother is to alleviate his guilt. And in the case of uh, Hamid Khan, I'm not even sure that's possible. However, with Gloria Nathan's husband... I'll do anything, anything. You heard about the interaction program I started. Victims and or victim's family sit down with the person who hurt them and talk. Talk about what? Their feelings, their anger, whatever. And the guilty person gets a chance to express remorse. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sign Cyril up for that program. Wait thing. a minute. Both of you. What? I am not about to ask Gloria and Preston's parents to join us unless you both participate. Yeah, I got no problem with that.
0: You know who does have a problem with it? Dr. Nathan. Dr. Nathan is like, fucked them both in the face. I'm not doing this so that fucker could feel better.
1: I I recoiled a little bit when he woke up screaming like that. That shit. That shit. You,
0: you know what I noticed while you were recoiling? Um, I mean, if if you want somebody to, you know, give you some value so you can sleep better, I mean, I'm sorry if that scared you. No,
1: it's I don't have no trouble. I don't have no problem sleeping. I'm sorry.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. I, that scared I ain't you. I'm got sorry.
1: no. I ain't got no guilt. I'm fucking dope. I'm sorry.
0: So <laughs> one thing I noticed while that whole scene was going on, that the part that scared Scar, um. Because it happened. Why are the downstairs pods, why do they have solid walls, concrete walls between them? But the upstairs pods, the side walls are all glass so they can like see into each other's pods and shit. Because the upstairs is a renovation.
2: I mean, the upstairs is new and downstairs is a renovation. You had to work with what you had.
0: I
1: guess. Yeah, it probably was regular cells converted to the glass.
0: But like I said, uh, before I went into that that side thought, um, Sister Pete goes to Dr. Nathan and Dr. Nathan's like, fuck you, fuck no, fuck that.
3: No, absolutely not. I can't even be in the same room with the O'Reilly brothers. It's my skin crawl. This is a chance to put the past to rest. I could give a shit about Cyril O'reilly sleeping better. Hello, because you will have dosage of value. Maybe he'll sleep permanently. Gloria, this is not about Cyril. And, you know it. This could give Preston's mom and dad a chance to have closure. You could have closure. Closure. People always think I'm a nurse. No matter how many times they hear me referred to as doctor. Nathan, they call out to me. Hey, nurse. Now, I don't know if that's because I'm a woman or Latina. Maybe I'm just too goddamn nice to be a doctor. Does this mean you'll do it? It means I'm not taking shit from anyone anymore.
0: We're not gonna take it. That was a really
2: weird scene. It was. Even though, you know, it could be plausible that that happens. But I like to judge TV shows and movies by what the TV shows (laughs) and the movies tell me, show me. And I have not heard a single person in Oz in three seasons call her nurse, Nathan. Everyone calls her Dr. Nathan. True. Even the inmates, even the shitty fucking, in in the context of the show, what they consider to be the most horrible people on the planet. All of them say Dr. Nathan. So who are the people that's calling you nurse? Your actual friends? (laughs)
0: <laughs> her
2: parents her family <laughs> so like i was so when i heard that i was just like you know that's a that's something that would happen in real life but in the context of the show everyone calls you
0: doctor so i'm not understanding this
1: yeah it just came out of nowhere mm-hmm.
0: so she's like i'm taking up for myself and also her husband looked old as shit like her No. why
1: is he the most plain looking fucking dude ever He's that's just what like, she's
0: attracted to look at McManus
1: he's like but he husband, looked
0: like he was sister Pete's age
1: Yeah. her husband looked like just random dude on the street in GTA like it was <laughs> like, <laughs> just a random dude like you know what I mean like <laughs> watch where you're fucking going over there like, <laughs> like he just he looks like that guy
0: so um when you
1: accidentally roll up on the curve,
0: and so after uh, Doctor Nathan refuses to see them, Ryan cuts himself so he could see her anyway. Because what the fuck is consent really? Like
1: I love that he came in there. And said, what the fuck happened? Ryan cut himself. <laughs> like both of them said, it all, said it at
0: the same time.
1: They all said it at the same time. Like Ryan you ain't getting
0: us up. for shit. They he cut himself. He did no. that to himself. Um. He goes in there and he's like, yo, uh, like, just wasting conversation. I, I hate when that happens. I hate when a conversation could happen and you just waste the opportunity. He goes in there and he's like, so when you wrapped up con, did you put him into a sheet? I just want to know because the way my brother killed him, it was fucking fair. It was a fair fight, Gloria. It was a fair fight. Yeah, it was, but why the fuck? Why, why is true. that important to you? Did you wrap him in a
2: sheet? I think what he's saying is like, my brother didn't try to kill that man on purpose.
0: He was just fighting. Yeah, he could have said all that without saying, did you wrap him in a sheet?
1: But that ain't the reason why you talking to her.
0: Oh, no, not at all. The reason why he's talking to her is because,
1: <laughs> I'm sprung. Come yeah. and get me. And that's the reason why his brother is in that place in the first place. It's because mm-hmm. of your ass.
0: Mm-hmm. Whew, boy. So, uh, this rando inmate after that name McCollum committed suicide in solitary. This motherfucker bit into his skin, chewing off chunks of muscle over the course of a week or so, causing himself to bleed out. It was nasty looking.
1: Yo, how
0: fucked up are you that you can chew yourself to death? Oh, no. How fucked up are you that nobody, how fucked up are the COs and nobody notices it?
1: Yeah, because it's not like that's because a, <laughs> they said it's
0: over the span of a week.
1: Yeah, so like, who, why did no one notice? It? I mean, every day, you know, you see, you see how open up the fucking call, everybody' name and shit. Belalakwa, you know, that nigga. Um, yeah.
0: So uh, this is the third suicide in solitary in two years. Four, if you count the attempt by uh, by Miguel, and mm-hmm. so murphy who's a good co suggests giving the inmates in solitary an hour each a right time and claire don't like that
1: <laughs> no she,
0: she like which one of y'all gonna volunteer to stand with these motherfuckers
1: <laughs> and then they, what's up? Happened? she was standing there waiting for them when they came back like mm-hmm.
0: and so the way that they went about the way they go about doing it is they just called the inmates out in the line and they come out and they handcuffed them Basically, with about a would y'all say two feet, two feet of chain in between them, or one foot of chain in between them? I say two feet. I would say
1: two. I would say yeah.
0: closer to two. So two feet of chain in between them. They're they're handcuffed at the at the wrists, um,
1: and their feet too, right?
0: And their feet. And so then they go out to the yard. They get an hour out in the yard, and all they get to do is walk in a fucking circle like a choo-choo train. Shit's pathetic.
1: Um. Uh, Another instance of what's about to happen, another instance we're having fucking cameras in that room. Would have done wonders. Would have done wonders.
0: But Bevilacqua was convicted. This dude who she'd been saying his name, calling his name out for a whole season. We finally find out about him, which means he's going to die. That's literally the rule. Either you're going to be a part of the story or you're gonna fucking die. There's no in between when they tell what your backstory is. But Bevilacqua was convicted on four two ninety nine in the second it, of murder in the second degree. He was sentenced to twenty five years and he's up for parole in twelve. He also just fucking happens to be Carlo Ricardo's cousin. Mm-hmm. And he's formulating a plan to get to Miguel, who killed Ricardo.
1: The, the most coincidence of coincidences.
0: All the coincidences.
1: And it gets even more
0: coinkadinky. Isn't that convenient? And then I, I'm going to have some questions in a second. Else He writes a, a note to uh, El Cid to ask whether he should put the green light out on uh, on uh, Miguel. And El Cid's like, fuck yeah, get rid of Michael. And so, the next time they're in the circle, walking in the gym for their one-hour reg time, um, Aqua, who uh, Miguel calls Waterman, <laughs> Aquaman he calls him Aquaman. I right? thought that was funny, but when they have their one-hour of time walking with one another, um, Aqua and Miguel finally have a conversation. Hey, Aquaman. I got a
3: funny story to tell you, but, you know, Glenn started giving me a hassle about who raped his daughter. So he put me in solitary. I told him Carlo did it. Carlo wasn't there. Yeah, I know. (laughs) What do you think will happen when Glenn finds out you raped this kid?
1: All the goodwill out the door.
0: So, Bevilacqua has a shank in his back, in in the back of his pants, and he's about to pull it out and stab uh, Miguel, who's literally right in front of him and can't really do shit about it, but Giles is right behind (laughs) Bevilacqua.
1: So, when he lifts up his shirt, he was like, gotcha, bitch!
0: (laughs) He pulls the shank before he can pull his own shank out of his pants and stabs him twice in the neck, and then, just for good Good Samaritan points. He stabs the fuck out of Miguel too. He had a good reason. He had a great reason. None of and this also, made any sense. No, it doesn't. Why would Miguel tell him the other
2: dude killed? Why would he tell the other? Why would he tell Glenn that the dude, the other dude he killed, did like raped his daughter? Maybe when the dude actually that... raped his daughter is there on the death row.
1: I think maybe he thought that saying that like your, your, your daughter's rapist was here. I took care of him. Now look out for your boy.
0: Also, highly, highly, highly coincidental that this show where they have inmates coming from it seems like all over the fucking place have not one, not two, but three fucking inmates that all live in the same fucking neighborhood And they all live in the same neighborhood as the Warden. Well, they just live in New York.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's just New York. (laughs) We're
0: we're guessing.
1: That's just New York. That's just New York. No, we said that this, we, we. I thought it was Jersey. That, that it it was most likely New York, but it could be New Jersey, New York. i still say it's Jersey. It's Jersey people. New Jersey is basically New York's son in the first place. Yeah, It's
2: got to be around New York because didn't McManus say his daddy
0: worked at Attica? Yes, very much so. That is true. But I don't
2: understand that at all. And then this scene, like, why would you, like, (laughs) you're saying that while you're doing Ring Around the Rosie. mm -hmm. Like, you can't turn
0: around and look at her. You being dragged.
2: Like, even if he you, didn't have a shake, even if he didn't have a shank, he could have put you in a sleeper hole, choked you out, put you in a taz mission.
0: He's right there.
1: That would have took too long.
0: Not really. He could have choked you out with the chain he had.
1: Unless he, unless he really got behind you and snapped your neck. I mean, just walk up
0: close to you. It ain't like he could do anything. He's behind you. He's only a foot in front of him, right?
1: Yeah. But I think trying to choke him out takes too long. Snap his neck and go about your business.
0: So, um, Alvarez is in intensive care. Bevilaqua's dead. Uh, they go to see Giles to see what happened, and Claire's like, "See,
4: <laughs> are we still gonna do this shit?"
0: And Glenn is like, "Nah, we gonna move you to another fucking. We move you to another area, fam. Which I don't know if that's a punishment or if it's just like, yo, stay safe. But I feel like it was a punishment the way he said it." I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, I
1: guess, I guess, I mean, that place where she was being over solitaire and stuff like that is kind of the safest place for her to be.
0: Exactly. So now uh, Leo and Sister Pete go to see Giles and he speaks in straight up riddles, but he does say that he hates liars. He's killed, but he never lies. Um, and El Cid wants Chico to kill Alvarez now. Alvarez what is was in he on
2: Death Row for again.
0: Uh, he killed the person who killed sister uh, Sister Pete's husband,
2: and that got him on de- all the people in Oz that killed people or multiple people, mm-hmm. and they are not on death row. But this white man is on death row. Yep,
1: he got because he got caught.
2: Yep, and it
1: was a fifty. All the was people Oz,
2: How many videos have we seen? He's on. He's in here for double murder. He murdered three people. He murdered a person,
1: but he murdered somebody. In and he's Oz. not on
0: death row. He's in solitary. He's There's in a solitary. difference. He, he he murdered. But oh, Balak was not in Row? No, they're in solitary. Oh, oh yeah, he's in solitary.
1: So, right. and and he murdered someone in Oz. That's the catch. I know.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah. No, they're in. Yeah, he
1: mur- he murdered he murdered her her husband's killer in Oz because he and mostly because he knew and two he was fucking with his two uh, his uh, his dental supplies.
0: Yes. So, and when we get to guys, they don't even show that big ass box of toothbrushes and shit. Aim! So, aim! Aim! Stop hitting the fucking side of the toilet! Aim! <laughs> <laughs> so now El Cid wants Chico to kill Alvarez. Alvarez is in the medical ward after getting stabbed in his side. Uh, Schillinger gets a letter and picture of his sons. Um, and it made him miss his younger son, Hank. His younger son, Hank, because his older son was Andrew, who's now dead. And so he's talking to uh, Robeson about his sons, and then he just throws the fucking picture away because why well, remember this shit? Uh, however, Beecher gets a letter from his grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> and this shit is just petty. Beecher got a letter from his grandmother, and uh, it didn't. It didn't make it through. It didn't make it through the records. Um,
1: let us let say some fucked up shit, dog. It was from my grandmother. Man,
3: it's empty. Yeah, we had to confiscate the contents. A letter from my grandmother? What could have possibly been in here that you'd have to confiscate? It? Well, if I told you, then you'd know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm just hoping, like he calls someone Mark. Like oh my god, he hasn't called anyone Mark yet. I need some. I need someone to be called Mark.
0: So then after that, uh, Toby Beecher is in the. Uh, he's in the counseling office, Sister Peace counseling office. Either Ray comes in, he's like, "Yo, where's Sister Pete at?" Toby's like, "Well, she went to see her uh, psychiatrist." Ray is like, oh, she got a psychiatrist. He's like, yeah, yeah, he, she does. You, you, you ain't know. <laughs> and uh, Ray's My like, no, no, I didn't know. A better question should have been, why the fuck are you in here unsupervised? Well, we already know that you'll fuck with somebody's records. That was a better question.
1: Did he ever get caught fucking with the records though? No,
0: he's too smart for that shit. Um, but then Ray tells Beecher that, you know, the shit between you and Schillinger, that's played.
3: it's really none of my business. How are you doing Tobias? Uh, you know. Yeah. Any more trouble with Vern Schillinger? Well, there's always gonna be trouble. At least until one of us ends up in the morgue. Oh no, I don't believe that. I know that the two of you caused each other massive amounts of pain over the years, but there's gotta be a way to call a truce. You gotta forgive Schellinger. I tried that, and I ended up bleeding internally. If it wasn't for Chris Keller, I'd be dead. Well, how did you let him know that you forgave him? What do you mean, how? I told him to his face. Well, maybe this time you don't tell him. Maybe this time he just knows. So, any ideas? You must do something absolutely extraordinary for Schillinger. But you must never tell him that you did it. Well, then how's he going to know? All these things have a way of revealing themselves. But when Schillinger mm-hmm. does find out, you'll see your gesture
0: for exactly what it is. An act of kindness. Reconciliation. This is bullshit, Chris. No. You're not it not is. Hmm?
1: It is 100% bullshit.
0: Well, I mean, the idea of doing nice to somebody who does harm to you, it's an ideal that.
1: It's bullshit.
0: It's an ideal that. Is bullshit. Seems altruistic in its approach. However, usually the person whom you are doing it for. It's either so empty or so self-absorbed that they never even notice it. They're just like, ooh, a gift. And they just keep it pushing, leaving you to resent the fact that you did it in the first place.
2: Well, Um, I think it's because they presented it wrong in the show. So in, in practice, how this should work is that you're doing something good for the person that you don't like as a sign of you forgiving them. And moving on, and whether they accept you and forgive you is not, you know, up to you. It's not up to you. And in the in this case, it's like is clearly the worst of this. But the premise of this is for people who have hurt each other, or if one person has hurt the person who hurt someone the worst, is apologizing, um, or they've hurt each other equally. Generally, how this would work. So in practice, you know, I get it. It's like, yeah, you gotta you gotta move on yourself. And this if this And if doing something good so that you can wipe, not wipe your hands clean, but essentially be like, listen, I fucked up. I know And not in this case, but I fucked up. I know I fucked up. If you forgive me or not, that's up to you, but I'm going to try to do what I can to make it up. And if that's not good enough, that's all I really can do at this point because I've already did the act that fucked up. But they're applying it in reverse in the show, which makes it sound like bullshit because it's the person that did the least harm. I mean, he did technically get his son killed, help get his son killed, but, you know, that was in
0: revenge. And so, what uh, Beecher decides to do in order to extend this olive branch to Schillinger, one sided olive branch, um, ghost branch, um, is he talks to his father who. Owned a law firm, I guess, and
1: yo, that, talk about somebody typecast. Don't this nigga play a judge in everything?
0: He looked like
1: it. <laughs> look like, yo, I know I've seen this dude as a judge in something.
0: I tried to figure out where I knew him from, but I couldn't. But who plays um, Reddit? No, what? What? No, I, we're talking about we Beach's dad. Reddick. Oh, Beach's dad. So, um. Beecher goes and talks to his dad and his dad's like, yeah, I'll put our best investigator on it immediately, you know, and I'll put some money on your books. You're looking much better than you did before. I'm very proud of you. Like it's a good conversation.
1: You shaved that ugly ass beard, son.
0: (laughs) You shaved them fingernails too. Um,
1: You look like a presentable young man.
0: (laughs) You look like a good white guy. Um, But the problem is Beecher goes back and makes the mistake of telling uh, Keller
1: Yo, that dude was in The Lost Boys.
0: Who, Beecher? Beecher's dad. Was he in uh, Teen Wolf? I feel like he was the father in Teen Wolf. Nah. Oh, uh, he had the face of the father in Teen Wolf. That was weird.
1: I'm trying to find some. Uh, there's something that I've seen where he played, where he was like a judge. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I know I seen something. Where he played a judge and I'm oh. I'm, I'm I'm searching high and low. Oh,
0: okay, keep going.
3: <laughs> <sighs> Look. I know how you'll react. Jesus what? <sighs> I asked my father to locate Schillinger's other son. We discussed this. Yeah. Yeah, we agreed. No. We didn't agree. Oh, so now all of a sudden you want to help that fuck Schillinger, huh? No, I want to help us. You and me. I want to stop living every fucking day in fear. Hey, that's what being alive is all about, pal. It doesn't have to be. Chris, sometimes, most times, I wish I could wipe away the past. I wish I could wipe away everything I've done. Everything I've said that hurt the people I love, I wish I could look at people and not see all the hurt they caused me. And maybe, maybe this is the way to start making that wish come true. Are you listening to yourself, man? What do you think, You're wishing upon a star? I'm partially responsible for Andrew Schillinger's death. I need to atone for that. So should you. You know what? Oz
0: didn't make you a bitch. You were born one. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. <coughs> don't call me a bitch. Very much. That's the whole conversation. Don't call me a bitch. Also, uh, Keller is pretty um possessive. Yes. Of what he he's like trying to really control what Beecher can and can't do, and I don't like that at all like I'm not cool with that in the least bit. Um
1: yeah, it's 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 weird. It just kind of came out of him. Like at first he was just happy to be back and now he's just like you mine. Don't mm-hmm. do nothing. Oh, you let like
0: me you. back in, that means I own you. Right. Don't be his bitch, be my bitch.
1: Yeah. Then, like, wants to fight and shit. It's just like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And then try to to snuggle up later. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you, dog? should
0: have tried to wrestle him down. Obviously, you're good at wrestling. Like, you should have taken him down. Two-point stance, whatever the fuck it is in wrestling. I don't fucking know fuck wrestling. Except for the fake wrestling. Like, I've had it in my head all day today about the Ultimate Warrior and how Triple H gave him the pedigree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the Ultimate Warrior bounced back up before Triple H could even turn back around to look at him. I can't find a gif of it anywhere, but that shit is eminently gifable.
1: I bounce back from strife like this. <laughs> and, and the complete opposite is The Rock overselling the Stone Cold Stunner. Oh, man, he did a backflip once. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good work right there. That's my man. Don't talk about The Rock. Return to Oswald, we'll be back after this brief break. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasts with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you can get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-O-G-O oco And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application.
4: Remember those stories you were supposed to read in high school?
3: Oh, uh, Dickens. Poe.
4: That's literally all the names I can think of. Did you read them? Obviously I didn't. Let us read them for you. Uh, That sounds dangerous. What does? Reading. (laughs) It might go badly. But that's half the fun. I'm Ken Sandberg. And I'm Heather Michelle Lawler. Check out Campfire Classics, where we try to read those books that look really good on your shelf.
3: Campfire Classics is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen, like, follow. Shh. We're not supposed to talk
4: about that.
1: Do Shh. not even let those words come out of your mouth.
3: We're not supposed to talk about that.
0: Do not go there.
2: I'm to say anything about it.
0: Hush now, naughty. We just Shh. don't need to talk about this right now. Be quiet. We're not
3: supposed to talk about
4: that. That's day. really taboo. Don't talk about it. You shouldn't talk
3: about that. Don't talk about that. You are not
4: supposed to talk. We can't talk about that in this house.
3: You shouldn't talk
4: about that. Can we talk about this? we are going to talk about this welcome to taboos a podcast that discusses taboo culture we're your hosts celeste and Allie. join us in the exploration of all things society deems as stigmas controversial hush hush cringe factor or eyebrow raising from pole dancing to politics and everything in between grab a drink and discuss with us and as always do you be taboos
0: So, uh, Shirley got her abortion. Uh, how she actually pulled that out in a mental health facility? I, I don't they say, know.
1: They say suspicious circumstances.
0: Right? Like, there's nothing that can hurt you. There's not even stairs in a mental health facility. They don't, they, they don't want you to be able to do anything.
1: Did we skip over McMahon that's going to talk to Peppa?
0: No. Not yet. Okay. Thank you, though. Um. You, you see how many notes I have, right?
1: No, I don't.
0: You know how many notes I take, right?
1: Yes. I'm Do you gonna... want
0: how many notes I took for this one?
1: I don't want to know. Let me cook. Okay. Okay. I thought I just thought it happened earlier in the episode. No, nope, it is my phone. That's my
0: no, fault. No, it yeah. Um, okay. but Shirley's going back to odds, and she's on death row again, and the. Funny part about this is that Natalie now has her old cell because Natalie's in death row for killing uh, Napa and she won't trade with her, which means Natalie went to death row for a pack of cigarettes.
1: Yep. That we're not even sure she actually she got, got to
0: have, yeah. Because it
1: was given to those other people that were in them city.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think she ever got to actually uh Get a taste of the Newport Madness. Is what they? I forget what they used to put on the side of the 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 ads for Newports, but they were just some off the wall extra credit shit. Newport sensation, Newport (laughs) Madness, Newport news.
1: That sounds about right.
0: Taste the rainbow.
1: I don't know about that one.
0: But while she's in, uh, while she's in solitary or while she's in death row in her new cell she's trying to say hello to everybody hi hi I'm Shirley hi I'm Shirley what's your name hi I'm Shirley and the first guy's like suck my cock murdering bitch <laughs> and, <laughs> and then- the other guy who is the guy from this really surprise motherfucker surprise motherfucker
1: absolutely that's my nigga yo he's like yo
0: I'm in jail forever well until they kill me I got two counts of murder on February 3rd 2000 um, and I was sentenced to death because my girlfriend was cheating on me with her husband (laughs) that'd be crazy and Shirley is like um what and she's like, and he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't cheat with, I don't cheat on people. I don't cheat on married people. And Shirley was like, oh, a nice guy. That's so he nice.
2: Sa- he says, I don't, he says, I don't have relationships with married people.
0: And she was so- like, that's so nice. Which is funny because when Ada Bisi was like, I'm not married. She was like,
3: you're a nigger. <laughs>
0: Charlie's been awfully nice to Diel, to Moses. Girl, maybe she maybe
2: she wasn't attracted to Adebisi. and instead of hurting his feelings by telling him no, she, she just called him. him. He's a nigger. No, that but doesn't think, hurt his feelings because he's told is, that every day.
1: I think this is a situation to where he seems like the only person that's willing to talk to her. So she's carrying on the conversation. I mean, she don't want to fuck him, but you know, he's seem to be the only person that's willing to talk.
0: Because even when she was having conversation with Richie, it didn't seem like she liked him at all, but he was willing to talk to her. So, right. Yeah. Um, so the next thing that happens is that Governor Devlin is running for another term. Um,
1: and they bring f- him back. they bring f- him up, but we don't see him.
0: We finding out that uh, that the mole is planning on voting for Devlin. At which point... I was first
3: elected, Governor. Crime was out of control. But we went to work, fighting for three strikes and you're out. So that violent repeat that offenders... That bastard's running for another term after life. all the crap and he's pulled. I'm voting for him. Why? Why? Well, things are better now than they were four years ago. but for whom? Not for us. Well, in general.
0: Life has improved across the state since Devlin took office. The economy's up. Crime is
3: down. You'd actually vote for that asshole?
1: Yes. You can't vote. You're
3: convicted of a felony. You are no Is longer eligible to vote. Really? Why
1: did it take so really? long?
3: Huh. Well, that's okay. I never used to vote anyway.
0: He probably voted for Trump. Probably. If he could, he would have voted for Trump. That's that's what hit me. Well, what now,
1: it, now there's a lot of, I mean, now these days they have, uh, they have uh, programs to reinstate their uh, voting rights.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he yeah. would vote for Trump.
1: Yeah, because he's a he's a nonviolent offender. Yeah,
0: he's just you know he he likes the tunnels. He hasn't done one in a while. He should get on that. Um, but Devlin sends his campaign manager in to talk to uh, Warden Glenn. Uh, he wants him to run. Well, they're considering him as one of the people. To run for lieutenant governor alongside Devlin. This in no way is related to the fact that Rock is back and is running against Devlin. In spirit. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't.
4: You'll find I think that we'll see I'm not the, the type to dance around. Frank Feely won't be running for reelection as lieutenant governor. We haven't announced this yet to the press, but he has cancer, throat cancer. Pity. I know. He was a great draw for the upstate vote. Governor Devlin has asked me to make a short list of people to replace Frank on the ticket. I'd like to add your name to the list.
3: (laughs) Me? Run with Devlin.
4: I know that you and the governor have had your differences in the past, but I also know you're as conservative as he is on most issues.
0: This wouldn't have anything to do with Elva Case announcing
1: he's running against Devlin.
4: Well, I'll be honest, sure. This administration's reputation with the African American community is a bit tarnished. But deeper than that, I think you'd make a great lieutenant governor.
3: You offering me this?
4: <laughs> no. You're on the list. The convention is two months away. Between now and then, you'd need to increase your public profile. Oh. Well, that's what I'm here for, to walk you through the steps. I'm glad you're interested, Leo. I haven't said that I am. Yes, you have.
1: But after what happens at the end of this episode, you're probably out on the running now.
0: So, you know, totally just exposes Leo as a fucking black Republican. Um, all the stuff I that mean, he's done throughout the I mean, past what's... four seasons makes sense now. His mindset yeah. and the way he's leaning. Where are you saying, Scar?
1: I mean, that seemed pretty obvious. Yeah. His people don't commit crimes. That's, that's a Republican talking point right there.
0: But you say these are not my niggas. Are you a Republican?
1: No, I say those are not my niggas, but like I don't say <laughs> my niggas do not commit crimes. I know some of my niggas do.
2: I'd like to state for the facts that the black people in the eyes are not my niggas. The ones that we've met. Besides um um god damn it, how am I forgetting his name? Said Said, besides Saeed, he can, he's one of my niggas. I can I can rock with Saeed. I can rock with Khan. Khan, con? no, Khan's a racist. I can't rock with Khan.
1: I can't rock with none of these motherfuckers. None of these people
2: I'm Saeed, Saeed just has an affinity for white people, but white women, but he doesn't he's not anti black. He just likes white women. So I can I can I can I can accept that. No, I'm gonna all of them. The rest of them? Mm-mm.
1: Nope. None. Okay. Because none of these people can be redeemed at this point. None of these people seem like they can be redeemed. Zero.
2: No. The closest one was Poet, and then he fucked it up. And now he's hanging around Wangler.
0: Uh Bricks. Is he even still Bricks? His name, is, his name will always be Bricks.
2: He's hanging around Bricks. By the way, why are those two niggas who seem to be tough people following around Bricks? Like the one dude got Brick's baby mama killed and the brood he was fucking with so clearly he because,
1: because he's Bricks, about that life cuz Brick's was the one who had to deal with the uh with the Italians for the drugs. They the Italians wanted Brick's because Brick's was young and stupid and easier to control. No, so I'm like saying, you got to you got to the- you got to roll with the man that can get access to the drugs. Now th- the only reason why he has access to the drugs is because he seems to be easily controllable from the Italians. So you roll with the nigga who can get you the drugs.
2: But why is Bricks the one in charge? They just be
1: following behind him. Because he the nigga that can get you the drugs. Are you not listening to me, sir? We
2: can still get the drugs and not be in charge. <laughs> the person who can get you the drugs is in charge. Who you think give BC drugs? Bricks. You think Bricks is in charge of Adebisi? BC? No. He don't have to be in charge to get the drugs. You can bully and mush that man to get you the drugs. I will fuck
1: you up, Bricks, unless you get me some tits. But we haven't even seen Adebisi really be about that tit life. No, not anymore, but he was. He was, but we haven't seen him be about that life recently.
2: Even without asking for tits, he bosses Bricks around. Had that man tied up naked in the the bottom bunk.
1: Niggas walking around, walking around the sale, singing "Feeling on Your Booty."
2: Also, we'll get to it soon. But I love Adabisi's plan. This whole time, this whole thing was designed to, or it's either it was whole thing was either designed or it fell hapless, just like perfect in his lap to get revenge on bricks for killing his daddy.
1: I think it's. I think it fell perfect. And then, like, when the fuck did O'Reilly? Okay, we'll get to that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I was just gonna sit here quietly until y'all stopped. Why we gotta stop? It's a podcast. There's, it's a review show.
1: Mm -hmm. But you're just gonna play the clip for every single scene, so we need to get some of this shit out (laughs) the way.
0: Well, how about this? McManus goes to Jim, Pop, to look Diane, and she's not there. But he talks to off your officer Andrea Felon, who's played by Pepper. By who?
1: Oh, that was Pepper. Yeah, that was I, I, I just
0: wanted to point out another rapper. That's it. I'm not even gonna play a video. See what yeah, but you
1: but I mean, her husband was snake. No, nope, so. let's stop talking about it.
0: So, McManus- so I do think nope. This scene- nope. So, McManus. What do you mean, to- no, nope. So, McManus. Just- nope. 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 So, nope. this scene. Nope. I think nope. he
1: just got offended because I said he was gonna play every scene.
0: Nope. I'm not. <laughs>
2: playing nothing, you getting to send a- I didn't ask you to play nothing. It's a no. podcast, so we talking.
0: You, so, I, this I was an interesting
2: way to write off a character is to say, "I got married to Dudley Do when I wait, was in another country.
0: Wait, are you even gonna let us bring it in? Like, we didn't talk about that. I just said he went to look for Diane. You just said that. Yeah, I said he went to look for Diane and talked to Andrea Felon, who's played by Peppa.
2: Oh, well, yeah, you were talking too fast. Because you were angry. So you started talking in speed
1: motion.
2: <laughs> so I just assumed you speeded right through that part.
0: Nah, just- McManus has a fucking ring and he's thinking about proposing to Diane.
1: And right when he closes that ring, Sister Pete come in with that news.
0: It tells him that she and Dee, Dee are going to stay in London, and that Diane's getting married to a guard of Buckingham Palace after two weeks. <laughs> why didn't they
1: just? Why didn't they just tell the truth? Why didn't they just say like she ended up getting married to some wise guy in New Jersey?
0: In New Jersey, he, she's right across the street in Jersey. Oh, is this when
1: the Sopranos the started? Sopranos started in
0: 1999? This episode came out in 2000. She's gone. Oh.
2: But that means she was in the Sopranos all of the last season, right? Yeah. So she was doing both shows. Look at her getting the band. yeah. That's why.
1: She well, was, I mean, if that's why do, she was barely in the season. She was barely in last season.
0: And also, if you look at it, I mean, when they recorded it, it wasn't. It may not have been at the same exact time. So, and one was a pilot. The other one was in what? His third season. You're gonna want to stick around to the other one just in case it doesn't take off. Mm-hmm. But then The Sopranos became everything. And so she was like, yeah, fuck you guys. I'm dipping. Mm-mm. They just wrote her off. Quickly.
1: She <laughs> And the way that they wrote her off was just like, wait, what? When the fuck did she get the money to go to London? Right. Like, and she broke? Like, when wait. the fuck did she get the money to go to London? Did she take the money that fucking, <laughs> that,
0: that Schillinger was giving her? Like, wait, what happened? Oh, yeah. She went...
3: Oh, here we go. Uh, you busy? Uh no, no, no. Come on in. What's the problem? No problem. Hey, uh, I just got off the phone with Diane. Yeah, where is we... <coughs> she? Oh, she's still in London. I just called her hotel. They said she checked out. Yeah. Uh You know, her two weeks are up. What what it, it she was supposed to come back to work today. What's well, she still doing in London? Well, you know, she and Dee Dee uh were standing in front of Buckingham Palace. And uh, she got into a conversation with a guard. I thought they didn't talk. He was on a break. Anyway, um, one thing led to another, and uh, they're going to get married.
0: (laughs) That whole shit just sounds improvised. I woke him up with something.
3: you would be out here
1: trying to marry niggas in two weeks? Right? Also. We don't even know how long into that two weeks they actually met.
2: Also, you know who got married in two weeks that I just saw that reminds me of this? Shawn Michaels. So it's possible. Which yeah. one? Shawn Michaels, after he retired because his back injury, he meets the Whisper. who used to be a Nitro girl, right? He meets her. They date for two weeks, then they went to Vegas and got married at a chapel. But here's What is thing.
4: the
1: London equivalent of Vegas?
0: Uh Buckingham Palace, I guess. Here's my thing. There's literally no way that you're sitting here fumbling a ring around in your hands and you don't even know what's actually going on. She calls Sister Pete and lets her know what's going on and doesn't even tell you.
1: That's dirty business.
2: Well, you know, this was nineteen ninety nine, so you weren't about to just be making international calls uh willy
0: nilly. She made international calls, Sister Pete. Yeah, to now say, the I'm, was going I'm free.
1: I'm free. And, <laughs> and he made international calls calling her hotel room. Mm-hmm. And
0: here's the other thing. She didn't even like him. It was clear when she kissed him in the last episode that they kissed. She was only doing it to spite Claire. It was clear to you.
2: It wasn't clear to him at all. It wasn't clear to him at all.
0: It ain't my fault he ain't smart.
2: Oh, I felt bad for McManus. I did he, not he was ready to you know settle down with the woman of his dreams
0: he decided she was the woman of his dreams yet he had, he had every chance to to seal the deal
2: how many how many people fuck up and then they end up getting with the woman that they fucked
0: up with many times and then I live happily no ever clue, after but i she don't, don't see on tv that shows to, all the time on i don't see how any of that will lead to happily ever after
2: happy ever
0: after so Kenny uh, gets back into, or Kenny's talking to Adebisi in the um, lunchroom. And he's like, yo, when you going to use a gun? And Adebisi's like, be patient. I got a plan. I'm just not going to be the one to shoot the fucking gun. But it's all going to pop off. I just, you need to be patient. It's all going to work out. And then Kenny's like, you also said you're going to get me, Pearson Poet back in Emerald City. And Adabi said, I'm gonna take care of that too. Just be patient. This shit was also just Mwah. masterful, this nigga. But the thing that wasn't masterful was when he, how he went about getting the three of them back into Emerald City, which was by going to uh, Leo. And because Leo and McManus still have funk, uh, Leo's like, yo, those three are coming back to Emerald City. And even if you don't like it, I'm gonna do it anyway.
1: I'm just, yeah, telling just you. it just seems so weird.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it, it seemed like it was very unnecessary, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, I guess.
0: And so Kenny comes back to he and Adebisi's pod and immediately asks to see the gun. Um, and then he asks to hold it. And at that point in time, I thought Kenny was about to shoot Adebisi. Um, Adebisi was like, Come I'm just get
2: acting it. like a kid. Oh. Let me see the gun. Like I you ain't
0: never seen a a gun. gun.
2: You want me to believe Brick's never used a gun before? Oh no, that's he used a, a gun.
0: That's, when a reason, the, kid that's a the reason coat. why
1: he was here. Yeah. yeah.
0: He but, acted like he would never seen a gun before. But you know, you, you don't see power like that for a long time and it's like, yo, let me see the gun.
1: Why didn't he put the gun in the same place they put the CD player? I don't know. Cuz for some reason they were able to hide the CD player in the ceiling
0: very well too. Even though he was holding that in his underwear too,
1: yes.
0: Um, the but big the smell
1: next, on everything. The
0: next thing that happens is that Lieutenant Daniels and Herc are both in M City now. Um, their names here though are Desmond Mobay and Ralph Galino. Lieutenant Daniels and Herc are both from The Wire. Scar, just so you know.
1: I've watched The Wire.
0: Okay, I didn't know if you had seen it before because you said you. Didn't
1: I it I'm once. just I'm just not a fan.
0: Okay, cool. But they're both in the wire. Um
1: I'm aware. Also, also, Mubei, Destiny 2.
0: they their uh sponsors are Augustus and Chucky, uh, respectively. And Hoyt gets assigned to Gilliam Tarant. Uh and Galena, who is hurt, is a <sighs> yeah. fresh fish, but he hasn't he isn't as fresh as Tarant, who is getting punked for his cash by fucking immediately
1: yo they sent him to back breaking butt fucking prison because he destroyed he
0: destroyed a statue
1: (laughs) and (laughs) and
0: and not only that but schillinger was like you crazy motherfucker you broke a statue oh you crazy fuck who i would have never seen that coming from anybody you a crazy motherfucker you the one who broke the statue right like come on now seriously it's a fucking statue, Schillinger. You, you put a tattoo on somebody's ass, calm the fuck down. But uh Mobe gets assigned to work in the warden's office and as it turns out, this nigga's a narc.
1: Surprise, motherfucker.
0: Damn, I gotta do something about that delay. Also, he
1: is, he is the worst narc.
0: He is a narcity narc, And not only that, the nigga knew same man one. So he gets uh, locked up and he's like, uh, Glenn is like, yo, you need to be careful because the last uh, undercover we had in here. And by the way, I don't know why we got to have an undercover up in this bitch. But the last undercover we had up in here didn't fare too well. He was like, yeah, I knew him. I knew him well. Don't worry, I'm going to get in good with the gangsters and the bad guys, and I'll find something out. And his idea of getting in good with the bad guys is talking to Augustus. Then be the Bricks. Who he had just but, been but mean this shit to.
1: The shit worked. He because
0: Augustus to... is fucking stupid.
1: No, Augustus, but just said, like, I'm not helping you with this shit. Just sit here and be still. It'll come to you. And the moment he goes away, it comes Bricks to comes
0: him. Over. Yeah.
1: Now he signals first.
0: Yeah. Yep. Brick signal to him. Like, yo, you want some tits? And then they watch him fake take it. Yeah. Like, he do they watch job. everybody take drugs? Well, they want to make sure he's not a narc. But do they watch everybody they give tits to take the tits and make sure? And if they, they do put, watch, they did a whole fucking him. job. Yeah, it's, the, the,
1: the new, new people, yeah, you got to watch them the first time.
0: Well, they didn't watch very well, obviously.
2: No, well, he did a great job. How huh? he you know he hit his nose and did it through the other one, he did the thing. So they couldn't tell. He
0: did, yeah, he did the move.
2: And he, then he, he even wiped his nose like,
0: like that. You know what? Not only was he in the wire, but prior to being in Oz, he was also in the corner. So he's good with heroin. If y'all've never what? seen The Corner, you need to. That's the bit one of the best mini-series I've ever seen. And it was made by the guy who made the wire. <laughs> Anyhow, um, Galeno, somehow, this dude who's literally the square, square in the world next to... uh, He also works
2: at the Continental.
0: Hmm?
2: He also works at the Continental.
0: And John John Wick? Mm -hmm. Oh, you're talking about Lieutenant Daniels. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: No, I'm talking about Galeno. You know? Um, Galeno is a fucking, like, herb. Like, he's... I don't know. Like, he's wet behind the ears like a motherfucker. Chucky comes up to him, and he's like, hey, man, who brought you in? Who you connected with? And he tells Chucky, we're not all stereotypes, man. Some of us don't like the mob. Yeah. I'm better than you. I I got a real job.
1: I forgot he played in Power too.
0: And so uh, next thing that happens is, Galeno's on a cell phone and Stan comes in and he's like, hey man, I don't want you to get in trouble for having that cell phone. Why don't you go ahead and give it to me?
1: (laughs) And he's just like, thank you for taking this shit away from me.
0: I won't even say who, I won't even say how I found it. I'll just turn it in. That way you won't get in trouble. Let me get the charger too.
1: Yeah, fucking stupid.
0: And so, yeah.
1: And then the, the real question is like he was just sitting there using the phone so like, was it illegal?
0: He didn't know. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Right. And so um, next thing we do is we find out that Gil, that's what I'm going to call him, was convicted of destruction of private property uh, and concealment of a deadly weapon. What that means is he walked into a museum where the Statue of David was and he pulled out a hammer and he broke the Statue of David apart. It was that's Hermes. concealment of a deadly weapon.
1: It was Hermes. It was, That was Hermes? Oh, cool! He had, whatever. He had, on, he had on the helmet with the wings.
0: I saw the dick. I figured the dick uh, statue was David.
1: Nope, same, similar statue, but he had on the helmet with the wings. So it's Hermes. Oh,
0: okay. So he was convicted to 10 years and he's up for parole in three. You've already heard the rule. If they say somebody's name, either they're going to be there for a long time, and have a big storyline, or they're going to die immediately. The next thing that happens is that Kenny goes to try and talk to Gil, but Gil ain't having it. He's like, get the fuck away from me. So Pierce and Poe pull up on his ass as well. And they tell him, offer me your shoes, because this is totally how this works. And it literally works because when he gives up his shoes, he goes and he snitches to McManus. McManus is like, I can't do nothing. Every witness is out there is going to say that they heard you say you could have my shoes. But I don't want those three which motherfuckers the most, in here either.
1: Which is the most bullshit <laughs> fucking excuse <laughs> ever.
0: But I don't want these three motherfuckers in here either. But, you know, if there's any information you could tell me to get these three out of M City, please let me know. And Gil's like, what the fuck, man? You want help me and you want me to snitch? But the next thing that happens is that Gil is in the gym and uh Kenny pulls up to play one on one with him. And the next thing that happens is like a whole bunch of comedic shorts with a whole bunch of PowerPoint star wipes. Pretty much. Where Poet kneels down behind Gil and so uh, Bricks knocks Gil over Poet's back. <laughs> and uh, and Bricks blocks Gil's shot, ha ha ha, star wipe. And um, then after that, for some reason, Gil leaves this place bruised and bloodied as fuck. Ryan sees this and wants McManus to get Gil out of M-City. And McManus like, get the fuck out of my face. But Ryan, who's a snake, he sees opportunity. And he gives Gil some drugs to hold him down. He also gives him the advice when an opportunity presents itself, grab it. And he tells him...
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, this, this bothers me so much. Well, for me, that's,
0: that's, that's Ryan's whole mindset. When an opportunity presents itself, you got to grab it. So. so Ryan was in cahoots with Adebisi.
1: That's, that's what I'm saying. That, that, bo- that part bothers me because Adebisi has been cl- keeping it, all of this shit close to his vest. And like he has only been... T- we've only seen him talk to them about the gun. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. We've only seen him talk to the Three Stooges about the gun. And it's obvious that he knows about this because after he does all of that, he walks past and he gives him the nod, like that's your that's your mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, like it's it's like the water boy. Where's my bitch? Where's my bitch? You know what I mean? Like that's exactly what happened.
2: But if Atabesi is working on behalf of the blacks, why is
1: he
0: working with Ryan? Exactly,
1: Ryan. that is my issue.
0: Why you get Everything one of your is- own killed?
1: Everything is supposed to be separated down these lines, but he has to have it be across these lines because a racial a racial incident is what's going to set this shit off. So I understand that.
0: Yeah, and he said that it's going to take the right person shooting, but it can't be me doing it. And so what happens is that Gil is in the dark reading a book in his pod, and right when he's about to get in the bed, he pulls back the cover and Atabisi's gun is in his bed
1: and does the right fucking thing, immediately puts that shit under his pillow.
0: But here's the thing. They're banking a lot on a dude that we've already seen will snitch and is in here for a very small infraction.
1: Yeah, but he got to make it to snitch. You know, you know, Wangler and them are going to be on his ass whenever he walks and, out of that and, fucking place. And still don't understand.
0: Well, they did beat up, uh, they, they did beat up on uh, Rebido. For a while when he first got there, too, so yeah, they're just predators. Yep. But, um, bc and Ryan, as we said, have set this whole thing up. And so the next day, Kenny, Poet, and Pierce run up on Gil to get his new shoes.
1: New shoes, new shoes,
0: and Gil tells him to back up. They don't, they have him blocked in at the stairs.
1: What you and, are now,
0: and Gil pulls out his gun. Jilly's got a gun so I pull out my gun and he shoots Kenny and he shot Pierce and then he fired off shots wildly and then he shot a black CO that wasn't even doing anything
1: yeah why the CO had to be black it was probably I mean, three days was- until
0: he was going to retire
1: and shit <laughs> he was just saying right before this man will get too old for this shit
0: <laughs> and so uh, after that after he shoots the black CO and takes his top off like, yes. dude, is dead. Um, he shoots Keller. And Beecher drags Keller to safety like this is fucking Nam and shit. Um,
1: and does he drag Keller by the arm that just got shot? He got shot in the shoulder. He yes, him he
0: does. Him. But, you know, in, in these circumstances, you do what you got to do. You I do mean. what you got to do to play. Fuck. I missed an opportunity. What you're fucking told. So... uh after he drags, after Beecher drags Keller to safety, I counted that's 14 shots fired. Kenny and Pierce are dead, but Kenny will wake up in Baltimore. Um, and the sort team comes in. Uh, and they surround Gil, who I thought was probably going to get a burger from Burger King, was going to get taken out peacefully, which pro- probably would have happened, except for the fact that he went all the way up the stairs to Adebisi's cell and stood right in front of Adebisi's pod with Adebisi standing directly behind him. This is symbolic, y'all.
1: Why didn't they shoot him?
0: This is symbolic. I don't know, because he's white. Um, but this is symbolic. They they watch him go all the way up. So then he's standing right behind, or right in front of Adebisi, who set this whole thing up. He puts the gun in his mouth and he pulls the trigger. Question is, why the fuck didn't that bullet go straight through him and into Adebisi?
1: Yeah, it got stuck it, in his brain. Because we know, um, I mean, we know that at least you can get a chair through that motherfucker. Definitely a bullet can go through.
0: Mm-hmm. And if it's if the blood splatter was like that, it didn't get stuck in his brain. That went through. Yep. So that should have taken out Adabisi. That was what I was looking at. Um,
1: and Adabisi didn't flinch at all.
0: Because, like I said, symbolic. BC standing right there looking like this is this was my plan. Two guys that I didn't like in the first place are dead. Poet is all alone with his skin returned, but he's all alone. And some random dude like this shit was random happenstance as fuck. You couldn't have said this was my plan three fucking weeks ago.
1: I think them niggas had on makeup. It was pancake number nine. Really? was <laughs> that? that? That's, that's a Little Richard, right? I don't know what number it is.
0: I don't know, but there's no way that he could have planned all this when he had um, Kenny tied up in the bed. Obviously. That's when he first told Kenny he had a plan.
1: Yeah, but like he, when that, when that gun got left on him, then he adjusted his plan.
0: This man
2: is a supervillain. He planned that shit out. Right? right?
0: We're going to find out that he had Gil come in there. And then we're going to see in another cutscene that he told Kenny, those are some nice shoes. You should get them for the culture.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He set it all up. We going to get the flashbacks.
0: Mm-hmm. But overall, it, that
1: ain't gonna happen until next season.
0: Overall, like I said, this should have been the finale because <laughs> that felt like a finale type episode with Wangler getting All shot.
2: To get McManus out of charge, to get a black person who you don't know is going to be good in charge when the one black person that you do know that's in charge is the warden is terrible. You yeah. know, he out here helping the
0: black people, McManus been helping y'all more than that, nigga. yeah. But this is really just to get Kenny out
1: the way, yeah. I think he wanted he wanted to do the thing with McManus, but he also took an opportunity to get Kenny up out the paint because he wanted to in that nigga for the longest. But so did All he, he see Kenny was, bullying
0: Gil, and he was like, "You know what, Ryan, talk to him, snake him, so then he'll take the gun."
1: I just don't see the Ryan connection to this, right? I just don't like. I, there's no reason why Ryan should be connected with this,
0: but obviously he is. Ryan's connected in everything because
1: everything is everything has been based along racial lines and that is that's crossing swords. You cannot right now with the the, the way that the, the prison is right now, you can't be out here crossing swords.
0: It's the same way that uh, Augustus sees everything. Ryan is involved in everything. That's the only way I could think of it. Yeah. But uh, Brandon, who was your MVP for the episode? At of BC.
2: Indeed. He he got his way.
1: Yep. He got everything he wanted out of this.
0: Everything.
1: And Clayton too.
2: If they were if this was a real show, if this was a if this was a better show. I like the show, but if this was a like a really good show, they would they would tie this back to um the dude yeah, I fucking to, to Clayton. To Clayton and be like, what the fuck this we, we saw the book we got the gun Obviously, this is a state issued gun, unless Clayton brought in his own piece and dropped it off, which would be even more ridiculous.
0: I'm just going to go out on a limb because Scar hasn't said it yet. And I thank him for it. (laughs) But he did say that the shit that happens to Clayton is going to be fucking hilarious. I don't think they're done with Clayton yet. I think Clayton's going to end up in fucking prison. I think he's going to end up in prison. He's going to end up in Oz because of this shit. They're not done with Clayton. And I can't wait.
1: <laughs> I I'm can't saying, wait. I'm, I'm saying nothing. I'm not saying whether you're right or wrong. I'm just saying the shit's hilarious.
0: <laughs> so, I'll take that. So, um, let's see. So they. This will probably be the 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 spark that starts the riot off. I don't know why. I guess the well, yeah, because the brothers would be mad about uh, Kenny getting killed. Oh,
2: I do have something to say about that last scene. Yes, I love my man Chris Maloney. Mm-hmm. However, his acting in that scene was horrible.
0: Ah,
4: he got
2: ah, it made ah, no face. Ah, it was just like,
0: oh, you're dragging it, me by yeah. the arm. I got shot in. Oh. oh, he's
1: he's gonna say he's in shock. Oh. Oh. he just got shot. He was in shock.
0: Oh. It was shocking that he acted that badly. Oh. I was very disappointed in my man. But yeah, so in this episode, just like that, we lost uh, Whittlesey, we lost Bricks, and we lost Pierce. So let's have a commemorative moment of silence. we
1: We lost Gil. Who? Gil. The one who popped himself? Oh, and Bevel Aqua. Yeah, I forgot. I completely forgot about him. Aquaman.
0: Aquaman. I mean, Bevel Aqua has more uh, tenure than Gil.
1: And what year
2: was this episode? 2001? 2000. Oh, 2000.
1: Yep, July 12th.
0: All right. Uh, we want to thank each and every one of y'all for listening to the show. If you want to leave a review, you can go ahead and go to Podchaser. Uh, Podchaser, you can leave a review for separate uh, episodes, or you can leave a review for the show as a whole. Uh, you can also go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or um, there's other places. Um, Scarred, are you still doing the sale? Yes, it's through
1: the rest of May. Okay. Um, May Mayflowers with an S25.
0: Still in the uh, show notes. We're going to leave it right there. Uh, okay. Brandon, you got anything coming up?
2: Um, we're gonna talk about nobody sometime this week,
0: yes. Um, on voodoo, we was still showing is uh rental only, so
2: and we um, I did a show yesterday with old man Wade.
0: That's well, dope. not
2: yesterday, but I've done a show with old man Wade, so check it out, it's fun. We talk about sex dolls that are going to have microtransactions.
0: Wait, wait, is just the tip like two dollars and the whole thing is like eight?
2: Microtransaction sex dolls, that's
0: right. I can't wait. I mean, not to use it. I just, you know what, fuck that conversation. I'm done with this. This is awkward. Um, thank y'all all for listening. We greatly do appreciate it. Um Brandon is on Twitter at that cool blick nerd. That's be okay Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger, but he's usually not on there because it's the wild, wild west. So y'all would have to find him on Facebook. Good luck. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Rashani, and the show is Return to Oswald. You can also email us at return to Oswald at gmail.com. If you want to leave a voicemail, the voicemail number is area code 916-633-1537. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Please let five of your friends know about it so then we can only get bigger. Um, and we'll holler at y'all next week. Y'all be good. Peace.
1: Peace out.